Hello and welcome to the Pretty Pothead Podcast, where we represent cannabis advocacy, cannabis amnesty, and restorative justice for the people who are sitting in jail while these people run around and make millions and millions and billions of dollars off this stuff we've been trying to sell for years. Anywho. And today I was being, um, what came up in my meditation today was forgiveness. So we'll talk about that. This, that'll be the first show, forgiveness. Um, what really helped me learn to forgive people that have done, I feel like have wronged me in some way in my life? Um, through some spiritual counsel that I received from Jonathan, who I do not know his social media information, but we'll definitely share that. Um, he was guiding me. He guided me to this book called Radical Forgiveness. And I'm, you, I mean, you can go read the book. I, I am Christian, but I am a different kind of Christian. I, um, I explore things that traditionally maybe people wouldn't read. I have this perspective perspective. I read things and then I just take the things that I can take that align, align with my faith and what I can apply to my life. And then I, I leave the rest. Like, you know, I'm also pescatarian. So just like I don't eat meat, you can put this other stuff on my plate, but I don't eat meat. You can hold that. I apply the same things to tools to help me get through my life. So this book isn't really, you know, I don't know if you want to read it. You can. It's called Radical Forgiveness by Colin Tipping. But the principle of the book I can get down with. And I'm going to explain that to you. The principle of the book is that our souls have made agreements with each other prior to our time on earth so you think about the nigga that did you the wrongest like this nigga did you terribly wrong and you say to yourself you know what I would not be the person that I am had not I had that experience and you it, it helps you forgive the person because you know that it was an agreement this person didn't do anything to you. You had to have that interaction with that person because you wanted to learn to what love. You wanted to learn love or you wanted to learn um, forgiveness or you wanted to learn whatever you needed to learn from that situation. And if, girl, you haven't figured out what you were supposed to learn from it, that is the, that is your homework first. You, can, you are going to have difficulty applying this if you haven't done the work of figuring out what you were supposed to learn from that situation. Everything happens for a reason. It just didn't just happen to you. Why did you make the choice that you made? Explore that. Um, I help people do that with a lot of things when they have confusion, but it's good to be able to just sit with yourself and figure those things out on your own. That is kind of like what the work is. So, um, I work in entertainment. I'm getting my master's in business administration from Syracuse University. I have two more semesters left. Lord, please, Jesus. And I will walk in May. So, um, child, I just need to be, <sighs> you know, y'all know the struggle. Send, send me some encouragement to the box too, because if you've been in grad school, you understand this struggle that I'm on right now. Please 
Just give a sinner sister a word. Um, so what I'd like to accomplish is just by getting on here and sharing my thoughts and feelings about my experience that other people can find uh, healing or encouragement from something that I share. Uh, I, and I hope that it affects people in a positive way. Also, in the spirit of the Black Box, um, I would like to share a poem that I wrote a very long time ago. Forgiveness this week brought this poem up to me and I wrestled with myself whether I wanted to share it or not, but I would be hypocritical if I didn't, so I will. And it's called Preacher Man. Lord, may this help somebody. It's, this is like, my stomach is in knots. I don't really share my poetry with people. And so, this is a lot for me. I hope y'all appreciate, appreciate. As they say in the church, take all mistakes for love. There is something to be said about your sermon, preacher man. Mixed messages of clean sin making me sick. Hung over from the love we communed with, I know the truth even if you will not admit. Repentance is the first step of forgiveness. Truth is but a still whisper in the dark, silent drops in the bucket of our souls that we are charged to obey. But too often we ignore it for more gallant signs of thunder or rustles of wind coos and whooping from the pulpit drown it out. That is more radical, but not as pure. Lies are far more appealing, or so I hear, but I know the truth. I sung your praises every chance I got, chain smoked your lies until it ruined my voice raspy. I was water rippling under your touch, crisp calm, flowing into whatever you wanted me to be. I yielded myself at your will until you damned my progress. Supple lips dripped sweet sermons in my ear. You knew things I did not. So I took, ate, and fell, muddied my water, deliberately disobeyed, unapologetically killed myself for you, covered myself in darkness because I was not afraid. I did not tell, I was not tricked. I took your hand and walked to the tree, followed your lead until you stepped out of my reach. There are things too black about me, sides too round to box, we cannot coexist. How can light and darkness share the same house? You're too good, too pretend, too clean, too neat, too shame, white sheets, red letter. You're too King James, too holy, too called to answer Sunday morning for what we did Saturday night or Wednesday in your office, downstairs in the corridor. The doors of the church are always open. Arms too weak to shoulder responsibility, so instead you told a Bible. I used to profess your gospel, allowed you to possess me, a prophet from the revelation of myself. 
I'll be your John, just love me. What's greater than love? I wrote the book. I hold for you. Let down my nets and fish for any compliment I could conjure up. I'm sure you fed thousands with that fish I love you bait. But you forgot the bread. Yeast helps us rise when the shit gets hot, but you sunk in the middle when I stumped in front of the stove. Stay out the kitchen. I need bread. Something thick like to stick to my bones when life starves us. You were not enough. I am bread of heaven, bread of heaven. Feed me till I want no more greedy. It's funny. I learned this black from you. I owned our sin. Someone had to die, so you strung me up. Took so much care, cleaned me dirty, forced me filthy, turned me to wine, perfected. Refined with time, more butterfly than wine now. I'm no longer bitter. Should I thank you? You taught me sin, preacher man. We played in the garden you condemned together, watered it with our tears. Doth thou forget it, me? I've been cast out of the garden, but the promised land awaits. You can remove me from the garden, prune, prick, plant new seeds, repent, marry your new Eve, but you have the same fruit on your tree. And let the choir say, Amen. All right. Do you want to introduce yourself? No introduction needed. <laughs> so you want me to introduce you? Your introduction needed. But people have to at least know your name. I got my real name? You can give them whatever name you want to give them. Keith. Sweat. <laughs> Sweat Hotel. No, you can't say that. Oh, bro. It ain't Sweat Hotel. It is not. We are not that. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I like Sweat Hotel, man. I miss that so much. I do, too. I don't know what the radio station is anymore, tell you the truth. And you're listening to the Swoop. I can't do it. The Swoop. And the letters that people would be writing in. Oh man, those nasty motherfuckers. Oh my god, I used to be like, oh my Jesus. They is nasty. The people are from true life freaks, and I'm okay with that. Me too. Listen, send some letters in. You guys have questions and we have answers. Send some letters in. Go ahead and just DM me. Don't, yeah, just DM me the the letter. Don't be exposing no crazy shit that people need to call like like help for like suicide squad. I don't I did I not say got, that. We're giving advice. I don't want to hear about you trying to kill yourself. I hope you ain't, but just don't no, put that on my soul. If you need help, if you need help, there are places to to reach out to. Mm. Number one, call the police. Well, shit. Isn't that 
how I had to pause the seat to, to whether and I'm like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't tell people to call the police. But I mean, it's a 50 50 chance. At least you know the killer in the house, you're gonna die for real. But the, with the police, at least they might shoot me, they might not. I'll take that. I'll take the odds. Call me the copper. <laughs> and just pray they don't kill you. Well, it might be a black one. You think there were black officers involved with Freddie Gray? Well, shit. I don't know. I got a little bit you of You never... Chance. Listen, you don't... He might see... It's, I, it is really he might, that, he might the power see me that, and him. That's what I'm hoping. He gonna look into my eyes right before he shoot. And he's like, Wait a minute. Brother. This is a human being and not an animal. This is my brother. And pull his gun up and say, go in peace. And I'll run away like but a gazelle. He, but, if, but if he's one of those secret KKK members that nobody knows is I just KKK, got shot. You're not gonna know. I got shot. And plus, he he sprinkled some some angel dust on me and told him I, I was a seller oh. and robbed me. Now he, your mama going to the funeral think, thinking her baby was uh, a angel, drug dealer. I'm an angel dust distributor. Oh, Lord. Your children got to be raised thinking mm. that they their daddy was out here in these streets. Daddy was at work. He just got off at 945 and just got got got. But Bop. he was cold, so he put on a hoodie and everyone <sighs> lost their motherfucking mind. I put the hoodie on the day. I went in there. Them niggas talking to me. You look just like Luke Cage. <laughs> God damn. But you know what? With your new bald head, you, your aura gives me a striking resemblance of Luke Cage. It really does. Just sitting in here with you with that hood on, I feel very safe. I feel like if any motherfucker try anything, this bulletproof ass nigga I have in the car with me right now is going to she gonna kill. Get me killed. She's gonna get me. I'm a. I'm a fight. <laughs> but it's thirty niggas like Luke Cage is doing some other shit. I nah. know he's bulletproof. You're not bulletproof. I want you to live. I want you to live. But I. Lord have mercy, boy. That's a good show. It is. If you haven't watched it, please, like, you are, you, first of all, you're late, first of all, but you're really missing out. Luke Cage is a really good show. Marvel did a good job. It shot well. It's... Man, they said nigga every three seconds in that damn show. I know. I like it, though. I do, too. The colors, uh, nigga. the cinematography. But it's like, uh, don't call me no nigga. I ain't, nobody, I ain't nobody's nigga. I say, man, sound just like the Django. Our two black superheroes. Django. It's the Django. <laughs> the silent Django. And Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. They out there getting them. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because we're going to be referencing that when we get down into the meat, the meat and potatoes. Who, Django? Yeah, in the house. The house. Um, what was the guy named who was in the house? Samuel L. Jackson's character. Oh, I love that shit. What was his name? Why they painting him so black? <laughs> they so stupid for that. How you black face a nigga? That shit was. They didn't paint so him funny. black. Samuel L. Jackson is pretty like dark skin. Like not dark that skin. damn dark. They put extra blackness <laughs> on that nigga. They like, did it. They made him stand in the sun like three extra hours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that nigga was extra cool. He did such a good job in that role. He did. Oh but my like, God. When they, he came out there with that head across the side of his head. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. They had me. Listen, I cracked. I kind of, like, laughed. I'm the person. I feel like I, the stuff I laugh at in the movies that people don't, I'm be the only person laughing. But when he, when they, when they swung that camera around and it was on his face and he said, 
is that nigga on the main? <laughs> I hollered in the theater. I hollered. Wait. And I know the people next to me was looking like, did she just laugh? I laughed. The I funniest funny. shit in that movie is when they left out that shop and, and he said, you can pick any suit you want. This nigga picks a royal blue suit. <laughs> what the, what the, uh, this nigga thought the ruffles, had, the ruffles. The, this nigga look like oh, the worst, my God. the worst prom date. And you know what? That is so real. When a nigga gets some money. Boy, you don't know how to act. So we wearing some different <laughs> shit. Start wearing women's clothes and shit. Now, now you too good for men's clothes. Now you wear dresses. Oh I don't God. get it. Nigga, ain't nobody in your family wear dress so except for your true. aunties. Now, now because you rich, you dress like auntie. Niggas, it's something else. Well, I liked it, though. Now, now we got Luke Cage, so we got... Well, I'm sorry, we got Shaft. So we got Shaft, Luke Cage, and uh, the Django. Sorry, Django. The silent. I just like saying the D in there. And once I finish Spiked Lemonade. Mm-hmm. Finish, I'm be the bellhop. Go watch the trailer for Spiked Lemonade, please. Starring Alfonso the bellhop. Oh, my God. Alfonso really wants to be a bellhop in Spiked Lemonade. And I keep trying to talk him into a different role, but he's not listening to me. I put it on. I'm trying to give her some, a, a lovable character. Like, all right, so I'm going to pitch it to y'all. So... First and foremost, this is some secret agent shit. Don't every secret agent see have like a, a base? Like every one. I keep referencing. We have a base. Charlie's Angel. Okay, the United Black Nations has a base. All right. So why can't you have a part where they would come to get, you know, stuff from the yeah, base? Yeah, but it won't be no bellhop. It's going to be there. the same. All right. If y'all remember Men in Black, it was a nigga sitting at the door. <laughs> The fat nigga. <laughs> I don't know if he's still alive. Okay, you know what? But that role was I done. I'm gonna write it in. I'm gonna write Men in. Men in Black had one. The bellhop. This one, y'all just got a bellhop, and he just he just handles shit like low key. I'm that nigga. You that nigga. You make I'm that you nigga. making moves and connections. Yeah, the whole thing is running because of me. They thought I was just a bellhop. Nope. I'm I'm the nigga on the microphone in Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Done. <clears throat> it's done. I'm gonna do it. And I you did. better not listen. Don't have me go write this in and then make it a problem for myself and I have to go cast it. You said you were gonna do it and it's recorded that you said you were gonna do it. So be when I have male, I'm gonna be the best male hop this side of the, the uh, Mason Dixon line. Okay. We're gonna see. Mm hmm. All right. All right. Dealing with you. How? Like I was wait, I was patient. I was patient as shit. I ain't said nothing. I even turned me some music on. I've been vibing. I ate a donut. I ain't ate all day. I'm gonna make this nasty ass macaroni and cheese. I don't don't talk. Of, don't you do it. Look, we told her to her face. That's so rude. No. I wish I would slave and make some food for you. No you time out. Cause this is what my mama do. Every like around this time, she start like practicing these random ass recipes. Cause you gotta get ready no, for the holidays. She, but she, that ain't even the one that she gonna cook. She don't ever cook these recipes ever a fucking again. But this time, she just wanted to fucking make it. Then you gotta be like, you gotta eat whatever the fucking shit is. 
but it'd be a rendition of some shit that you normally like that she can cook just fine. But like she was macaroni and cheese. <laughs> she know I love macaroni and cheese. My daddy loved macaroni and cheese. It was this is supposed to be my daddy's birthday dinner. Oh. She gonna make some random ass macaroni and cheese. Shit was disgusting. Y'all are so rude. She knew it was nasty. Y'all are so rude for that. No, she knew it was nasty, yo. I mean, she should have just stuck with the script since, you know, she knows it works. But every now and then you do want to kind of, you know, y'all always complain. Oh, you got to keep it spice it up. Nah, Don't do the same thing all the time. You better make the same macaroni and cheese that you made the first time that made me fall in love. <laughs> Don't be making different macaroni and cheese. Are you trying to be different bitches? <laughs> Yeah, so you, I'm trying to be all the bitches. I'm trying to be nah, every single bitch you want. Bitches out there I don't like. And you, you, the way you cooking this macaroni and cheese is just like the bitch I don't like. <laughs> all right, I want to be the, I want to be your favorite. I want to be the bitch you like. Yeah, so be my bottom bitch. <laughs> there you go. You trying to be the wrong bitch. You trying to be our sideline hoping. Yeah. We can't fuck with that shit with that macaroni and cheese. And then she even made fried chicken different this time, like. But were y'all rude? How did you say it? There's a you could say it. You have to say it a certain way. Be, be, all right, be nice. So for, all right. So first of all, it was nasty, but my mama even knew it was nasty. So what she did? Oh, okay. Look, okay. well, look, what she, look, what she, she left. And my dad was like, "Hey, boy, go in there and throw that shit away." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you did you go throw it away? I did. It was his birthday. I got to do what he asked me to do. Happy birthday to your dad. Uh, that shit, that was a hilarious something. I'm like, I don't do it away and clean the kitchen up. She get home time song. She know watching some random ass dish probably twice. How my son told me that she threw my food away. <laughs> so I'm like, this deceitful ass motherfucker, the one who told me to do it. Oh, he did not tell you. He he, he told on you. Yes, snitch, snitch, bitch. I'm like. You ain't gonna tell your role that you played. You the one who told me to. And that's told what you get, cause that's how it always is. The one who push you up to go do it. Hey, next time for my birthday, if, I, if some shit gotta be thrown away, I'm have. I don't care. His disabled ass better get the fuck up and assist. He don't throw me out there in the middle of this shit. My mom looking at me crazy. Oh my god. What am I getting? Lord. Mm, mm, mm. You recording me right now? You. Yes, I told you. I've been told you. I started. I'm, I need to get you my. You said it, and I'm not taking it out because you shouldn't have said it. Now I apologize. I gotta apologize right now. Yes. I was asking because I need to go get a donut. Yeah, apologize and then go get your donut. To whomever is listening, <laughs> I am so, 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 so. So, you need to be apologizing to your mom for for being mean about her macaroni and cheese. I wasn't mean about her macaroni and cheese. I love my mother's macaroni and cheese. No, I don't know just who like made. I don't know who told her to make it this way. Like my mama done set me up for the okie doke. So it's many like times. I be experimenting too, so I don't want to like. But I don't. Nobody. Nobody has told me try to throw away one of my experiments before. That would probably hurt my feelings. Don't experiment. Don't. My experiments are mm -hmm. good. They turn out. I don't very want no well. meatloaf and then a nigga tell me you eating turkey food. I don't know. And you and by the time I tell you, you're gonna be tearing it up going for seconds. No. Before I tell I you, oh, you know what? That ain't real seem, meat you eating. It's not. It's gonna no, send me it's directly not. to the bathroom. No, it's not gonna I'm gonna have a night of the shakes. 
Like, yeah, it might have tasted good, but it went wrong later. You don't even know. You haven't even had my cooking yet. I ain't talking about eating your cooking. I'm talking about when people are giving you that different shit. You talking about, oh, it's going to be vegetables going to send me to the bathroom? Nah, turkey love food. I don't want that. It's going to be like, my, vegeta my vegetarian lasagna is like on, on 10. Oh, no, yo, because I just want to, every once in a while, I want to run across that piece of meat when you're eating it. It don't make sense. It just had like straight veggies and sauce. <laughs> you should try it just for a little while. And like, I need to know that that animal has lived and died for me. Like, I can't just sit here and eat this. this I mean, process. I don't have a problem with meat per se. I have a problem with the process and all of the chemical stuff. So all that, if you get free range, you could. I mean, if you're it's, right. You know, you like you're 110 percent right. I the feel stuff so that they feed these animals and it's they, crazy. They they legs can't even hold their body weight because they want them so fat so that they can get the meat. Chicken. That's fucked up. They can't walk. It's but just rolling around in the when dirt. You put that motherfucker in some grease with some batter. <laughs> it's good. Like I understand that, and I'm so sad for that that chicken had to live just to die. But he made the ultimate sacrifice for me. <sighs> And that's something that can't many people say. They can't. They can't. Thank God for chicken. Thank God for chicken. And pig and shit. Whatever else they put on my plate. Even put a cow on my plate. You know what? I'm going to control black people. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to cut off. What's the number thing? What what people do when they try to get the attention of something? They, they cut something off. I'll be like, I'm going to cut off the U.S. supply of chicken. That's gonna that's gonna fuck everything up. <laughs> and and Trump, nobody Trump gonna better eat come no too. We're going that's gonna be the first thing Trump have to do right there. If Trump can't if Trump cannot bring us back chicken, they're gonna impeach that nigga. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna cut off the chicken supply to the entire United States and, and all them niggas gonna come for your ass. That niggas gonna start voting after that. Bet that all them niggas who ain't never voted, <laughs> all of them, they gonna say this nigga couldn't bring us back chicken. <laughs> Next election, that's gonna be a big issue. Hillary what about chicken? Again. Al Gore gonna come back. All all the people who ain't Hillary up Bernie, gonna be in, in the be top Bernie. because she already said, told y'all mm. she got hot sauce in her bag. She been Man, that chicken. Like Hillary, Bernie, Al, uh, not Sharpton, Al, the the one who ran against her husband. They gonna all come back, and they, they gonna ask them what the issues they can solve. I'm like, nigga, can y'all bring chicken back if need be? Well, shit. Speaking of food, I'm starving. I need to go and okay, um, tackle this a, donut. Yes, get a donut. Would you like anything? Yes, I would. Please, oh, no, thank you. A donut? Yes, a donut. A glazed donut. A glazed donut. Would you like to get one of those um, sodas with the 77 grams of sugar? No, I would not like that nasty ass red Mountain Dew that you like that has 77 grams of sugar no, in you, it. You think Fanta got more grams of sugar? I'm not sure. I'm sure it has a lot. I, I, do you know what how how much 77 grams of sugar is in that in that bottle in that one bottle? Shit enough to put some lead in your pencil. <sighs> And I know you. that's what you're going to go in there and get. And you're going to drink it with and eat a donut. That's so much sugar. I'm like, I can't breathe. Like, <laughs> I can't believe. 
Oh, it's so good. I so, mean, get me a donut, but I would like some water with my donut so that I can live. Chill, I got water in the trunk. But I'm just saying, I'm talking about 77 grams. Of sugar, no, thank you. A sweet. Mm. Oh my God, I can't even imagine. Prestigious sugar. I'm gonna take this time to get it. Thank you. You are so welcome. 77 grams.